0: podcast and it's the fourth episode it's already the end of march by the time that this episode is uploaded we're heading into a new month in a few days can you believe it we've gone through a quarter of a year already come to think of it (laughs) time seems to fly by these days i mean it's understandable when one has nothing in particular to do other than you know routine and mundane things. I'm also someone that has nothing in particular to do other than just like, you know, normal university responsibilities and daily routines. But those routines, those mundane things are not so bad when you come to think about it. I feel like the current state of the world is in such a rush. So we do these things subconsciously. And once we actually have the time to sit down and sit back to reflect I think we do really take them for granted (laughs) I sound very philosophical but this dawned on me last week so a bit of a recap I was sick for a few days last week at first I scheduled to go out but I ended up being sick on Friday so I had to cancel all my plans for Saturday I mean it wasn't that bad or maybe it was but I was pretty tired that all I was able to do was rest. Still I wanted to do some things other so than just, you know, taking naps and waiting for it to go away. So I decided why not take these couple of days off to take care of myself properly because I haven't really had the time or dedicate that much time to, you know, taking care of myself properly. Once I felt better, I felt like I did something rather good. I took care of my body and proceeded to do other things to take care of my mind also. So I wrote, I read, listened to music, I baked and cooked a lot, and I really enjoy it. I was also able to slow down my mornings and spend more time going through my morning routine, go through those routines while being more mindful and intentional with it. And I think it really gave me energy, this sense of mindfulness and also this inner peace if you can say that. I really feel more energized now but energized in a more calming way and the realization came to me that it is totally fine that we take some time off for ourselves and make time to do things that matters for our soul and also do those things for the sake of our own bodies and minds. I also saw that many of my friends are feeling a little bit lost right now when it comes to, you know, loving yourself and dedicating time for your own personal fulfillment. So in this episode, I would like to highlight the importance of self-care and self-love by sharing some of my favorite self-care ideas that you can also try and also suggest some reflection questions that you all should find the time to sit down and try to find your own answers or contemplate them to reflect on your lives and your own happiness. There's this quote I found that talks about self-care in a pretty, you know, simplified and pretty way. So it says, I choose to do something nice for myself. I look after myself with tender, loving care. This could be in the form of buying myself some flowers, receiving a massage, going for a walk along the beach, taking a bath. It's all about me today. I think this talks a lot about what self-care really means. It is to choose to do something nice for yourself, to look after yourself with that love that you have for yourself but at times you can forget to give it to yourself because you have all of these things in the outside world that comes at you and make you feel more overwhelmed or this love that you normally share to others that you forget to share it and give it to yourself as well so yeah I think self-care is really important And it is something that we all should be doing every day. And especially during these times, it's totally okay to focus more on self-care than you usually would. So I'm going to share some of my favorite self-care ideas or some new ideas that I just found And these are, a lot of these are what I normally do every single day or every week. Uh, Yeah, before we get right into it, I want to say that it is a very good thing that you try to implement a little bit of self-care elements into your daily routine and do it every single day. But you don't really have to feel, you know, obligated to do it or spend like hours and hours on it to... You know, taking care of yourself, but it is something very important that you should try to do every day. But there are also things that maybe you try like a few times a week or once a week, and that is also okay. Please don't feel pressured by it. And the reason I'm talking about this is just because I want to share what I did and what really helped me, and to give you guys some ideas to start taking care of yourself as well. So first thing, this is one of the things that I do every single day. And it's one of the easy things. And it's to make your favorite drink, whether you're into coffee, into tea or matcha or whatever. But making your favorite drink can be like one of the best moments in your day. I know it is for me. I love to wake up and make breakfast and pour myself a cup of coffee. If you're up to it, you can invest a little bit. Um, maybe buy a hand milk frother. I also bought this from like a 100 yen shop, I guess. Like buy a hand frother to froth your coffee in the morning. Give it a little bit of extraness. It makes you feel like you're at a cafe and it's it can be pretty fun and it adds this, you know, beauty to your drink. makes it more interesting and more fun for you to do and also to look forward to in every morning. Try new teas or new coffee beans that you haven't tried before and you really feel up to it. Or maybe try new brewing methods if you're into coffee. I have tried French press. I have tried that pour over coffee. And also, if I feel lazy, also use instant coffee or something like that. Yeah, there are a lot of new things to try. But this is like a good way to start small by making your favorite drink. So the second thing, this also involves food, uh, is to try cooking or baking. I think this is a really good thing other than just being you know a fun new activity you actually gain some health benefits from cooking or baking by yourself. I think it is a really good way to like make us engage in eating real foods whole foods fresh foods rather than just ordering in or you know eating fast food. We can you know you can choose your own ingredients and like um, make it to suit to your taste you can get fresh food clean and nutritious food and there are also many many recipes to try you know whether it be like food or cakes or cookies or whatever there are many recipes that can also make you feel more excited as you are discovering new recipes and trying and succeeding in it. And the thing with cooking or baking, uh, you know, I've been cooking and baking a lot. The thing is that you might not get it right the first time, but do not feel discouraged by it. It can be really fun. And you can also use cooking or baking as an activity to spend time with your friends that are also into baking or your family members, like cooking for them or like, cooking all together. Yeah, it is really fun and very beneficial. Another thing is gardening. I know a lot of people are into gardening these days. I know my mom does. Um (laughs) I'm not that into gardening but right now I do enjoy, you know, the presence of flowers and plants in my room in my place. Maybe you buy um some plants and take care of it. You learn a lot from taking care of plants. You really have to do some research and, you know, um, put in some effort and patience into taking care of it. It is also a good thing to, you know, add some colors, add some green, some freshness into your place. And also a good way to start decorating your place. I am also into like decorating. And I feel like adding plants and flowers really give that, you know, fresh vibes. And it's a really good thing. It makes your place look more lively. And by gardening, you really have the time to appreciate what nature has cultivated. And I think that a lot of us has, haven't been you know, focusing on the nature around us, whether it be flowers, animals, plants, birds, water, that sort of thing. So gardening can also help you appreciate the things around you and I think that is you know a small thing that can help you become more grateful of the world and become more um, aware of everything that's going on around you and you might also find some inner peace and this fresh energy from nature as well. So for gardening you can start small like you know buy plants or grow herbs that you can easily grow in your backyard and you can also use it for cooking and maybe buy some you know fresh cut flowers and put into a vase and decorate it on your dining table or something like that. The next thing is to go for walks or exercise. I read somewhere that um, you know physical movement can help regulate ourselves, it helps of course our physique but also like our minds as well but if you hate exercising like me I do hate exercising I rarely exercise but if I do go for a run or something like that but if you hate exercising go for walks instead And I do this every single day because I, you know, walk around my place into the garden to look at trees and also walk to buy some uh, ingredients to cook. But, you know, take a walk in your garden to maybe appreciate the sunlight, the green trees, the sounds of the birds. Walk around your area just to get some fresh air or, you know, look at some human movement other than your family that you might see every day. Or maybe you can find some cute animals along the way throughout your walk. And I think going for walks can also be like a form of having a quiet time to yourself. Take, you know, as you take your daily walk, you just try to get off your phone, try to not think about other things, and just focus on what is around you what you can see what you can smell what you can hear and i think that is another good and easy way that you can find inner peace the next thing is to spend time doing things that you love maybe reading listening to music or watching films some people might think that these things are things that take up your productivity time you know the time you should be doing work But I think it's actually good when you really want to take care of yourself. Now, I don't mean to binge watch Netflix for 10 hours straight. That is, of course, not good for your health. But if it's something that you've been wanting to watch for some time, but didn't really have the time because you have so much work to do that right now you feel stressed, then just do it. There's no harm in watching a show you're interested in or watching a film you love. If you fear that you might end up completing, you know, all five seasons of the show in one night, you can avoid that by switching to listening to music or reading instead. Well, of course, you might know if you listen to my previous episode, but I try to read a lot more these days. I read a book in the morning to kind of have some quiet time with myself during my favorite time of the day, which is my morning coffee time. Then before I go to bed, I try to read again before I fall asleep to, you know, stop using my phone or computer at night right before I go to bed. I know many people suggest that you should get off screens for at least one hour before bed to, know, help you um, regulate your sleeping patterns. But if you find it hard, you can just try at least 30 minutes before bed and slowly increase your time. Enjoying all of these things ultimately get you away from your screens as well and that is something we all should try to do as you know right now we study or work on our computers and stay on our phones a lot so might as well get off the screen during our free time. The next thing that I have already said that I read in the morning to create this kind of quiet time and this is one of the things that I would like to recommend to you guys is to create your own wind down time or your own quiet time. I do this every day now. Like I said, I go through my morning slowly and create a quiet time when I drink my morning coffee by reading a book for at least 30 minutes. Or if you feel like your life is kind of busy in the morning, at least spare some time before bed take that time to connect with yourself and your thoughts. For me other than reading, I also journal before bed. This I think this gives me a sense of finding inner peace and also to take things out of my mind before I go to sleep. Of course there are many other things that you can do. You can maybe light a scented candle, listen to music, draw, play with your pets or whatever that is you know a slow and relaxing activity just create a wind down time now i know i talk about journaling a lot but it's something that i do every other day that i feel has made a change in my life it's to write down your thoughts for the day or the week or the good and the bad or basically anything you want to put into words and into pages i think it's a good way to reflect on your day and to really dive deep inside of your mind to find answers or think about things that you haven't really thought about before. Now, the next thing, and this is also a very good thing to do, but sometimes we do focus on other things that we may forget to do this, and it is to do your skincare routine and take a proper shower or a bath. Well, I'm not really into baths because, you know, we Asians live in tropical climates but if you're up to it then don't hesitate maybe invest a bit in your skincare products because let me tell you it's worth it to buy products that works for you to really take care of your skin maybe put on face masks buy a fragrant shower gel that you've always wanted to and use it on days that you want to feel fresh and energized I definitely do this. I don't know if it's weird or not. I have an apple-scented shower gel that I like to use at night whenever I feel tired or unmotivated because the smell is, you know, sweet and fresh like apples and it gives me good vibes. And I also have a coconut-scented lotion, even though I hate applying lotions. But it just smells so heavily that I often go to bed feeling good when I, you know, wear it. But I mean, it's really important to take care of your skin. Now, the next thing, other than just you know, cleaning yourself, is to clean your space and your stuff. Sometimes if your mind feels like it's going all over the place, that you cannot really focus on your task, it can be because you have a cluttered space A cluttered space leads to a cluttered mind. So if you cannot focus, get up and clean your space. Whether it's just your, you know, study space or maybe your wardrobe, you can even do the laundry, clean the sheets, clean the kitchen if you feel like it. And I know cleaning is very tempting when you have more important things to do, like maybe exams to study for, but cleaning might help you improve your focus and clear things out of your mind. Now that we talk about when your mind's going all over the place that you really cannot focus, I also experience this sometimes when I study. And recently I have found a weird method that kind of helps. If my mind is going all over the place that I cannot focus on my lectures, that I tend to like um, switch apps and do thing, other things. Instead, I get up and I pick a short novel on my bookshelf And I just flip a page, whatever page, and read it aloud until I feel more calm. And I feel like, okay, right now I am focused on this page. I'm focused on the words and I'm reading it aloud. And that kind of helped me calm down and I can go back to focus on my studies. I don't know. You guys can try. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Another important thing that I have here is to have a connection time. Find time to connect with the world and other people in your life. Call your best friend and see what they're up to. Or maybe chat about random things with them like you usually would do. Maybe watch a TV show with your family members. Go out for a bit, maybe to meet up a few people or just go out alone to see how the world is going on outside in places you normally visit. Connect with the nature, connect with yourself. And I think this is very important. We can feel easily detached from the people, the world, and the relationships we have in our lives, especially during these times. And we can also feel overwhelmed by so many things that We forget to be more conscious with our own minds. So do find the time to find these sorts of connections to make you feel more grounded. Now I want to talk about all the findings that I found on Pinterest which is mostly like journal prompts but I think if you all don't journal you can also use this as reflection questions to sit down and really think about your answers and really think about all of this and there's also a lot of affirmations that I have here that I think would be nice for you guys to hear so I just want to share the first thing is more of like journal prompts and I just recently wrote about this and I think it's a really good one to you know spend your time thinking about it. It is to think about what is giving you energy recently and also what is draining your energy. It could be Anything that gives you happiness, give you energy to do things, give you motivation and inspiration, while thinking of things that drain you from good emotions or energy to do other things, by identifying both of these things, I think it will really help your life so that you know which are the things that you would enjoy, which are the things that create happiness in your life so that you seek out more of it and to try to eliminate things that drain your energy because we do not need those negative energy in our lives. And I also found this one. It talks about the 12 steps of self-care about the things that you should consider and try. One, if it feels wrong, don't do it. Two, say exactly what you mean. Now, I think this one doesn't involve rude comments or things like that, but do not bottle up your emotions. Express your thoughts so that you can get it off your chest and also to make people understand you better and. To understand yourself by expressing your thoughts and not bottling up so that it creates more negative energy in your life. Three, don't be a people pleaser. This is very important. Your life is yours to live. Do things, well, as long as things that you do and the way you live your life does not create like harmful effects on other people's lives, it is only your interests that you need to be concerned about. So don't be a people pleaser. Four, trust your instincts. Five, never speak bad about yourself. Six, never give up on your dreams. These two things are equally important, I think, to never speak bad about yourself. It is a way of, you know, Um, cultivating your mind in a more positive way, because positivity and happiness starts from within you. If you speak bad about yourself, that means you think badly about yourself. And if you think you're a bad person, then your mind and your body is going to feel like you're not capable of growing and developing into a better person. So you have to think, you know, better about yourself and love yourself so that you can really grow and become a better person because self-love starts within you if you don't love yourself then how are you going to let other people love you and also to never give up on your dreams seven don't be afraid to say no and eight don't be afraid to say yes nine be kind to yourself. 10. Let go of what you can't control. 11. Stay away from drama and negativity. And 12. Love. I really love this one. Kind of sums up everything that you need to do for self-care and self-love. And I have a lot more, you know, longer affirmations that I'm just going to read out to you guys and I hope that you guys will just gain positivity and really think about it so that your lives can become better somehow after listening to all of these. About boundaries, today I set healthy boundaries that support and protect my emotional well-being, time and energy. As I show love and respect to myself, Others will recognize that in me and it will also give them the permission to do the same. Trust the process. Some things we can let go of in the moment. We can shift our perspective or have curiosity rather than judgment. We can choose to be happy rather than needing to show we're right. We can change how we're breathing Affecting how we're feeling. We can walk it off. We can check in at the end of the day and let go. Notice where we missed an opportunity and choose not to carry it into tomorrow. Some other things take time to process. Some things are buried deep where we store them. Some things are not quite ready. Sometimes we're comfortable in our pain because it's what we know. And sometimes we think we've healed something only to revisit it later on a deeper level. Always we need to be gentle with ourselves and compassionate when it's taken us longer than we wanted to let it go. To practice patience, to trust the process. On getting your power back. Learn how to control your thoughts. Control the words you tell yourself, the reactions you have inside of your mind towards external events, and what you place your attention on. Because it is your inner mental attitude that makes your outside world what it is. The way you think either makes life beautiful or unpleasant. What you tell yourself either makes you feel happy or sad. The things you choose to focus on, good or bad, is what will manifest in your life. Adjust your way of thinking and you will experience more beauty in your life. And now this one is very important and I also like this one as it reflects on our productivity You know, and that hustle culture. Pace yourself. You don't have to cross everything off your to-do list in one day. You're allowed to take your time follow the patterns of your energy doing what you can when you can when you're feeling a little tired give yourself a break it's okay take a deep breath indulge in something that you love and that restores your soul so that you can come back to your work with a fire in your bones to chase after your goals and conquer the hard things you're capable again and again you are capable you were made to do the hard things. So even now, in a season that is hard and feels like an uphill climb, you can do it. Wow, that one is powerful. And other than, you know, loving yourself and doing things for yourself, I think another thing that can really help create peace and happiness within you is to do good things for other people and To share and to love other people as well and there is this powerful quote that talks about this and I think really helped me realize that I also need to you know love and help other people as well it's named ripples when you create a difference in someone's life you not only impact their life you impact Everyone influenced by them throughout their entire lifetime. No act is ever too small. One by one, this is how to make an ocean rise. I love all of these quotes. I think they are very powerful affirmations and very inspiring. If you're into these things, you can go on Pinterest and search for affirmations there are a lot of things for many many occasions and emotions that you might be feeling and i read all of these in hope that you guys who are lost or sad or confused or whatever you're feeling in life and need some friendly reminders to shed light on yourself i hope that all of these quotes that i just read and that i found helped you find that inner peace and maybe a little inspiration within you there are also some comments and thoughts that my friends shared on my instagram that i asked about you know what good things you have been doing for yourself for the sake of your own happiness or life recently and some of them reply that they have been, you know, um, starting to exercise for a bit, cooked, and they ate well. And one comment that I found that I really think that it is interesting and it is also important is um, my friend said that she only did things that she really wanted to and she feel like that made her really happy. And guys, that is so important that I want to give you a reminder <laughs> One more time that do things that give yourself happiness and make you feel the purpose in your life. So the point of this whole episode is just to, you know, talk about the importance of self-care and self-love. Because I believe that we all have love within us that we often dedicate it to some things that we do in our lives or use it for other people. There are many forms of love, but we often forget to love ourselves. Taking care of yourself, doing self-care, and also be constantly reminded of self-love is also another form of, you know, loving yourself. And this is a quote that kind is kind of related to this whole self-love idea. Make someone smile every day, but never forget that you're someone too. I think it's really cute. And yeah, we often forget to love ourselves and forget to consider about our own happiness. So a friendly reminder for me here. And let me end with this longer verse. I got this from the podcast called But What's Next by Michelle Reed. Um, She's a Christian girl. So she talks a lot about, you know, her spiritual journeys and a lot of Um, biblical verses I'm not that religious but she talked about this verse in her recent episode and I really really love it and I will link her podcast below if any of you guys want to check out so let's end with this love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices within the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. From 1 Corinthians verses 4 to 7, I don't know how to read this, I'm sorry, but I think that is a very powerful one of the forms and the characteristics of love stated and yeah please don't forget to love yourself as well so that is all for this episode see you guys soon bye